Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Search Cast, Season Two, Episode Thirty Nine, presented by Primo X Hockey, a part of the Five in the Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Cat Hunter. And if you're on the YouTube version right now, or if you're listening, just starting to listen to this part of the podcast, uh, Bailey is not with us right now. She had a she had a good. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me, but uh, she will be She will be with us at some point in the episode. Uh, just got caught up with some uh, other commitments and stuff like that, but she should hopefully be on tonight. But Kat, how are you doing? I'm tired. <laughs> um, I feel like yeah. it's been a whole week in the past like three days because of the rush of emotions that have been going on. And I'm sure that if I'm tired, just as a fan, that the guys on the team must be exhausted. Oh, yeah, for sure. For the fact that you just played the Rangers Tuesday night. Just played them tonight. We're as we were recording. We're recording after the game. Probably about an hour after the game ended, but still, like we're recording after the Hurricanes-Rangers game. And then it's when this – so this comes out Friday. So then it's like what they got they play the Leafs on Saturday. So it's just like yeah, it's just every other day. It's like I, I can imagine at least they don't have to travel. Yeah, at least they don't have to travel. At least they're home this weekend. Thankfully, yes. And I and I know No, I think I think they have like another game like right after the Leafs too, like not that close behind them too. Cause I know we they got, have know. the they have the Leafs on Saturday and Boston on Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it's uh, and it's Whalers night. Mm-hmm. It's all, isn't it also Jacob Slavin bobblehead night too for that game? Mm-mm. Jacob Slavin is on Tuesday. Oh, is it Tuesday? We got so no, much stuff um, going on. Sunday. So much- <laughs> I know the schedule really well because I have to know what games I'm going to. Uh, Sunday is against the Boston Bruins, and we'll it'll be Whalers night. Um, it right. also is Mr. Svechnikov's birthday. Um, right. And it will also be a chance. Um, Daily Kaylee on Twitter. I said mm-hmm. this before, but there, there's more information. Um, she got approved to have a flag um, for us to sign and say, get well soon, Svetch, or whatever you want to say to him as words of encouragement. Right. Um, instead of being inside on the concourse during the game, it'll be outside um, in the Canes Fest. I think that's what it is. I'm never there early enough to be there. Um, right. But yeah, so you can go check that out. And um, you can also go chat, DM her on Twitter and mm-hmm. if you need any other details. Uh, but that'd be really good just to show Svetch our support. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really great thing. She did it once for patches. And so it'd be great to be able to do it for another uh, long time came that we we love him and we miss him. Oh, definitely. He's, basically, it's, I think he's going to be on the on the wall for the rest of the season just because he got a winner for Svetch. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so if everyone's going to that game, make sure to go and sign the flag and all that good stuff. I know actually asked her i think she's gonna do it for me personally and for also the podcast too so we're gonna be part of the flag you really didn't ask you didn't ask me uh you have twitter you're able to you know tweet her up and be like hey can you put my name on the flag come on no i'm gonna be there zach you could have asked me to put our the surge cast on there i guess i could well i Mm -hmm. I didn't know you were going give me a break you could ask yeah, of the three know. of us, it's more likely I'm going on the weekend games. <sighs> it's fine. Being overshadowed, it's fine. Oh, my word. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? We don't have Bailey here to mediate for her, so we have to play nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do have some stuff to go over tonight on the show. It's going to be our... We're, we've been running a little shorter episodes, not our two-hour ones, which is kind of nice, I guess. It's because we're always we're recording tired. <laughs> We're recording we're on tired. Thursday nights. <laughs> yeah, recording on Thursday nights mostly now. Just it's kind of like an easier schedule for everyone. But um, so like I said, we do a lot. We do have a good amount of stuff to talk about. Uh, the Hurricanes did make some history this past week. Uh, stuff did happen tonight, despite the Hurricanes' loss against the Rangers. Um, also, player milestones as well. And uh, announcement of some Jersey stuff happening, not next season, but the season after. But the first thing we got to talk about is, uh, for the first time ever in franchise history, the Hurricanes have back-to-back 100-point seasons. And they did it after beating the Rangers on Tuesday night. So, I mean... You can't hate it. You love to see it. I mean, first time ever you go back to back 100 point seasons, which is insane to think about. 25 years, you doing your 25th season, doing it for the second time in a row. I think it's like what third all time. Yeah, I think it's like third all time in franchise history, where you see the Hurricanes get 100 points and did in the fewest amount of games too, 69 games. Yeah, and I know I saw this also. I think. Um is andrew on twitter but it was also like it's that's still a really big deal like i know like with the more he said this like with the more success you have the higher your expectations but you still have to even when there's some like downsides to like how maybe how they've been playing or how the games are going or the devils are creeping up in the standings like you still have to take time and really like appreciate like they're still Mm -hmm. doing like amazing um like our expectations have risen but I mean, the fact that they've risen from like no expectations at all (laughs) and that they're still and they're still even like they're meeting our expectations and some like we all were like, oh, yeah, they're going to make playoffs. But the fact that they made it, they did 100 points again, um, easily going to do over 100 points. Um, They've clinched it early. Like they're right behind the Bruins and they just clinched it. And like it's just like little wins. In a time where you can be so stressed out and everything can feel like earth shattering, you should still take the little wins that we have because that's still a really big deal. Yeah, no, it really is. And like you, and I, I think Dan put it perfectly. It was just the fact that, or it was, I think it was my foreman too. It's just the fact that you look at the team and it's like, yeah, there's been some weird stretches, you know, unfortunate injuries and stuff like that happened. But the fact that they go and again, get another hundred point season, like it's just, it's a, you you look at where the Canes were not even five seasons ago. Like you just came out of the dark ages. Like and even Trip said it too is the fact that you see a team find a way to do what they can to you know just keep playing better and better under Rod every season. And it's not like they're you know like the the way they play their game is is a testament to just how the system works and they're getting the guys that make to make this team play very well together. So, yeah. I mean, and we, and I know we'll talk about it more later. Um, uh-huh. I don't really know the order of our topics tonight, but um, I feel like, and I said it on Twitter, obviously, but I feel like the win against the Rangers this past Tuesday was and like some people, you know, you can be like, it's a wash because of tonight we didn't get the win. But honestly, I thought it was resounding because it was against a team 
that has been in our heads since playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't, we couldn't win at MSG. Um, we, they gained players there. They, well, they gained players at the trade deadline. They put Patrick Kane, which I mean, and uh, Tarasenko, but honestly, Tarasenko has been more of a threat than Kane, but um, they also, they were coming off two giant shutouts. Yeah. And I saw that and like, I know a lot of people were like, oh no, that's not a good time to go. Like you're meeting a team on a hot streak. I saw it and I was like, okay, I, I can see where it can be concerned. I also saw two teams that they played and they shut out that didn't have the blue line and defense that we do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't think it would be like that. And this, the case it's absolutely shit the bed like they've done, but it's a, it's not a common occurrence. Yeah. Um, and it was just such a resounding win because it's against a team that like, people have counted us out against mm-hmm. despite our standings. Um, multiple times and a team that like trip said tonight is a team that definitely has more of the finishing and we have the blue line. Those are the two strengths of the two different teams. Um, And then you're going to have the goalie battles, but honestly, I think Anderson was just as much up to the test as Shersterskin. So um, it's just, that's what it comes down to. I don't think it'll ever be easy to play the Rangers again because of that difference. Yeah. Um, what's going to give or take, like, is it, they're going to be their offense or our defense, which one's going to break first. Yeah. Um, so I think it was just like, that's a really big deal because it kind of showed like, it's never, it was never going to be easy going into playoffs or going into and no, like, it's... the Metro is disgusting. It's just the West cannot <laughs> it's compare. Tough. It's no, a bloodbath. Literally, you talk about the, the anything on the east, and it's a bloodbath. Yeah. So, just to come out and go against a team like that, where people have said multiple times, it's pretty much impossible. It's going to be mm-hmm. so hard to get past them. All of this, and to come out with a win like that was just like they were there. Like we're ready to fight. You might think it's impossible, but we're ready to fight. I, it's always going to be hard, but I don't think for the Canes it'll ever be impossible because they are going to yeah. fight tooth and nail till the end. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those games where and it was even like Tuesday where they came back and won, and it's like there's never really quit in this team. Like they're always going to fight every night, and it just comes down to a goalie playing really well or it's puck luck or it's just one of those things where – experience Kane's hockey which can be a good thing and also a bad thing depending on how you want to look at it but it's just one of those things where it's split the season series with the rangers you know it's it's never going to be easy like you said and it's one of those things where they won an msg they did it last year when they when they clinched the division in that that really big game that you know they won in madison square garden so it's just one of those things where like you said, it's not, it's like, it's never an easy road. It's hockey. It's like one of the most, it's the most grinding and most difficult trophies to win because anyone can beat anyone. Anyone get on a hot streak and some teams can get cold. It's just one of those things. Like, like we saw with the lightning a couple of years back, absolutely. We're just beating everyone. And then Columbus comes out of nowhere and sweeps them out of the playoffs. Or you see Toronto putting up all these points can get out of the first round. It's just one of those things where it's it's never impossible, but it's never going to be easy, like you said. So it's just it's one of those things where as long as the Hurricanes keep showing fight every night and keep showing that they're going to try to win games, 
And that's all you can really do is just appreciate that they're actually trying and they're not giving up. Because, I mean, they outshot the Rangers all night. It's just, unfortunately, a it was two goals that Freddie can do nothing about when you have a cross crease and, you know, Panarin just gets a chance to put himself in the right spot. And then you get Adam Fox. Huh. Unfortunately, finds a way to, <laughs> you know, just finds a oh. way to score on a really so, shot. Yeah. So, it, honestly, I thought Tuesdays, besides the game against Boston, um, where we just shut them out, I think that Tuesday's game was honestly some of the best hockey that they came to and i know for a lot part of the game it didn't reflect it um because you're like okay they're down they're chasing the lead nonstop. Mm-hmm. but like that game was ours to win and oh, yeah. i'm glad they did because it paid off i think the beginning of this game i personally think we also came out pretty strong we we kept them to three shots like i know that Rangers will always have high danger shots, but right. we kept them to three shots going into the second period. Yeah. Like I that's mean, a big deal. Yeah. I mean, they doubled, also, doubled we shots had all night. yeah. And we talked about, you know, you say like, you know, special teams wins games and I'm our special team. It's been a little shut out. We also shut out the Rangers special teams. Yeah. Which I mean, has been also one of the things we're like, oh, they're always going to score on us. That, our, that, penalty that, kill, oh, our penalty kill has stepped up to the challenge and is like, no, <laughs> no. You, I, I don't you, think the Rangers on Tuesday, the oh, Rangers yeah. couldn't even barely get into our end. No, no. Well, the, tonight, though, there's should never should have been a five on three to begin with because the, the jury call absolutely didn't tr- see it because Bally cut it out. <laughs> okay, I'll tell I you saw this. three minutes of commercials. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this much. They call. They call. They call Jury because he because Jury got hit high, lost his helmet, hits the dude in the back as a, like, hey, watch yourself. And the ref, all on the other side of the ice, all on the other side, calls him for a cross check for defending himself. That then, was the last thing I saw. That was Jury that lost his helmet. Yeah, that was Jury that lost his helmet. Okay, called him for that. I, and and, the and then I saw, and, yeah. and then they and they call and they call a delayed game on Jordo, even though it bounced off his body because Panarin stick lifted him, bounced off him, went over the glass, and they called that a penalty. And it's like, how can you make those two calls? Like that's such an absolute joke. But I mean, it is what it is. But if you're watching the YouTube version, we our third host has shown up. So Billy Curtis, how are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Um, today has been a long day. Um, I have not had a well, chance join to the watch club. the game. Join the club. Uh, it's been a long day for everybody. <laughs> I saw that we clinched playoffs, baby, and that's oh my gosh. Fun. Yes, we, we we are definitely gonna be talking about that tonight for sure. But yeah. yeah, we yeah we're just talking about just like like how the last two games have been for the Hurricanes, just playing the Rangers and how it's been kind of like a wash. Yeah, and just I like, feel like, like with the fact Bailey like right now. What's I up? feel like with Bailey right now, we've said like, oh yeah, caller. We've got caller one on the line. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a host. <laughs> I know, but it I sounds like we're on the radio and she called here. in. <laughs> hey, I know. I'm saying audio alone. It sounds like you called in. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what happens when you don't have access to your podcast mic. So <laughs> cool. hey, whatever, whatever works, but yeah, no, yeah, we were mostly just talking about like the Rangers and like how this last couple of games has just been one of those things where it's like like there's no quit in this team. It's like they'll give an effort every like every game. And it's just one of those things where it's not gonna it's like it's not impossible for the Canes to win the cup. 
it's just not going to be easy. So it's like, and I mean, is, it's, it's, when, it's hockey. It's hockey. It's like last year was an anomaly for the Stanley Cup winning team. But when is it ever easy? It never. So and that, that, that's, and that, well, that's the big well, thing that we kind of have to remember with the Canes, though, too, is it's not it, you don't find many Stanley Cup appearances where they go and sweep every single team every single round it's going to be a hard-fought battle no matter who it is going to the stanley cup final like sure it's going to be harder for the guys in the east um but it's it's not going to be a cakewalk the entire time and that's just something that canes fans really have to remember especially with not having svetch going going through that run with us right exactly it's just one of those things where it's it's hockey. Anything can happen. That's why it's the hardest trophy to win because anyone yep. can be anyone. You can get hot at the right time. Teams can go cold. I, I mean, mean we mention this all the time, though, too. The Florida Panthers, who won the President's Trophy. Now, President's Trophy curse exists. We all know this, but <laughs> like, they, they went and got swept. And who, I mean, who could have predicted and sat there and said, hey, the top guys in the league sat there and couldn't do shit? Well, I mean, uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay, when they lost to the Jackets in the play in the in the COVID tournament, got swept out of the first round after setting the after tying the record for most yep. points in the season. The Maple Leafs can't get out of the first round. I mean, they have, <laughs> and nothing against our Avs fans, nothing against our Avs uh, buddies. We have to <laughs> preface that for Joel. <laughs> no, well, not really for Joel, not really for Joel because he actually understands what we're talking about. No. <laughs> Look at it's you, Spencer. Um, <laughs> but it's like the abs at one point can get out of the second round. It's just yeah. one of those things where it's and like, it, like to, to make it a fair argument too. Neither could we. Oh, well, yeah. So I'm, uh, that's what so. I'm saying too. It's like, you know, t- there's some teams that get caught, caught stuck in a wrong, in a, in a place and it happens, but you know, it's one of those things where it's hockey, man. Things yeah. happen like that. And- I mean, the like all night tonight, the hurricanes outshot the Rangers. They out hustled them all game. It's one of those things where Shesterkin played really good. And unfortunately, we couldn't get the we couldn't get the bounce that we needed, and it is what it is. But it's not like you know the Hurricanes just laid down and did nothing. It's well, just... and you learn from it. Like we for a while exactly. in the play, like in the playoffs, the Bruins were our kryptonite, and last <laughs> playoffs we were like that's not going to be a thing anymore. And we've this season we're like that's not going to be a thing anymore. So you just have to, and it's, some of it's just like a mental thing of playing certain teams. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just like yeah, that holds you down one year. You got to work and you got to find, figure out what was wrong and you got to fix it. And I, I do like to say as much as I love Svetch, <laughs> as much as I love Svetch, I don't think, I mean, any of these games that we're losing, especially the recent ones, um, recent one where we've just been like, kind of like hustling our asses off and doing everything. I mean, it's been next man up mentality mm-hmm. and Absolutely. I don't know if, I mean, I know we talk about like, oh, if we really had like a top score at the at the top top, and now we've lost Svetch. Well, Svetch, like he contributed, but like he all also had his slumps. We oh. now have Aho coming on a hot streak, which is great. Perfect um, timing. And Perfect timing. Honestly, I don't think the other guys. I mean, Jarvis is going through his sophomore slump, which I mean, fair. I mean, Nate just did it last year. Um, but I, don't, I, don't I think see other a guys. Slump, though it's just. It's just nothing's going his way. It's he's not, just not I mean, getting the puck. I mean, yeah, right. it's not getting the puck. Like, and but if, I, if, I, if that's what we're calling his sophomore slump, I, I'm scared to see what he's actually capable of. 
Yeah, because so, yeah. it's like it's yeah, like, Nature's Nature's like, sophomore slump was worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, um, it's not like Jarvis is playing bad hockey. It's not it's, like he's it's, doing no, a bunch of goals. It's, a slump it's just compared to what we know he's capable of. Yeah, right. and it's a slump because you need him to be producing, and while he's doing everything right, and he can't get into the back of the net, it just hurts a little bit more that he's mm. not. Right. Uh, but I do think the Canes have done really well at that next man up mentality uh, because they're fighting till the end. We're getting last minute, literally like point three second goals. Yeah, but yeah. I think Thank you, Marty Ghost, once again, ice in the veins. Ghost, yes, Ghost and Chatfield have been playing out of their minds. Ghost is hungry. You could see him tonight. He wanted oh, a goal. That 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 Dad. defensive that that defense that defensive play though on the back end. Ooh, that thing was. Jacob Slavin-esque, Brent Burns-esque type defense where he just skates yeah. back, lays down, doesn't quit, just keeps moving his you – know, <laughs> Ghost has played like, – like everyone's like, oh, he's a defensive liability. His defense has gotten so much better for the fact that you've got the guys in that room and also you've got Tim freaking Gleason as your defense coach. His defensive li- – his defensive ability has gotten so much better and you're just like, yes, give me – I want an extension. Give me an extension of a ghost bear and then we'll just have him. For the yeah. Next and I mean, I think he'd be a great fit. Like, yes, I would keep him 100%. in a heartbeat. He fits him, so him well. Chatty. So chatty. I mean, if we All didn't, defense, if we, of course, stupid good. If, well, if nasty. we didn't have Shay and Pesci for some reason, if we didn't have them, those two would easily slot into that spot. Oh, easily. They're, they're good enough to be like a first deep pair on any other team in the league right now. You know, it's, um, just, it's, it's one of those yeah. things. It, they're playing so good. And when you're talking about the, the playoffs and stuff like that real quick, as of currently right now, if the playoffs started tonight, Hurricanes would get Pittsburgh. And the Rangers would have to go through the Devils. I so hope that's the case. <laughs> I'll take well, Pittsburgh or I'll take the Isles. The I, Isles will be boring, but it's fine. <laughs> the, 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 the Isles, the matchups that we've had in the past, I will take Pittsburgh any day of the week. The Islanders are a plus seventeen in goal differentials. They're not playing. They're not. I mean, they are kind of boring in a sense, but they still score goals. Pittsburgh's at minus one. Honestly, I just want a matchup that hasn't been a matchup in previous years. Yep. yep. Uh, so yeah. So give, no. Give thinking. me something different. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, right now, Ottawa is kind of only five points out. Ottawa wouldn't be a bad option either. I just don't – Florida, stay out. Washington, stay out. It's Ottawa, if you want – if Ottawa wants to do something, not going to be upset about that either. But if you give us Pittsburgh or the Islanders – I'm not mad. Yeah. What, I mean, I it, it's a crapshoot anyway. Like, they oh, – yeah. we they're can't not, say I mean, we they're want not bad. them. Yeah. yeah, we can say we want them and then, it, you know, maybe we don't. But – Sidney so Crosby, you... you never know. You never know with Sidney Crosby. I mean, we do, we do get Crosby. But so we talked about Ghost. I think, uh, Pull You RV, I think he's played, I think he's played decent. Honestly, if we weren't playing Shazerskin, I think he would have had a goal tonight. He should have had a goal tonight. Today. That, that, like, that's the beautiful chance. And Shazerskin played on God mode. And he is. Sometimes and he's doing what I thought, and he's doing what I thought. I said in the last couple ones, I said, I don't think he should be on the top line right now because I don't think he knows our system well enough. He's a little too slow. He just was kind of unsure. He's flourishing on that fourth line. Oh, yeah. Stepan and Drury. He's playing so well with that line was a threat tonight. How how about how about about Jack Drury being as the four siege and being an absolute menace on the ice and creating? I was gonna say to to that point, there's very few times that we see the fourth line perform poorly. Drury wasn't C. Jerry, Stepan was the center. Jerry was out on the wing. 
Mm-hmm. I thought maybe because maybe the maybe the the way the graphics showed. I thought I thought they had drew. I don't think he played a C though. Okay, I know the graphics. I thought the graphics had him as a four C. Maybe I'm wrong, but I mean he's normally though. he's normally seen as a center, but Stepan has been playing the center of that line. Uh, right. Which is good. But it's I, honestly yeah. when you see him on the bench, the range of the age is hilarious. <laughs> Welcome to the Hurricanes, man. The but experience. No. Yeah, but but honestly, um, though, I mean, it's and Aaron and Aaron Wright put this perfectly. It's like the the switch up of the lines has been good, but it's time to go back and put the third line back together because we need Martinuk, we need Jake, we're uh, Jordan, and we also need I, Foss back together. We need that third line back together. See. My thing about that is I will slightly disagree, but in a different way. I say put the third line back together just because I don't, I think I'm done with Martinuk being up in the top six. Um, he started the season really well and he's played well, but I think he, he plays better. Cause he's not, he's not like, he's a hustle guy. He's a guy he, that just works hard. He, he's, he's not a, guy that a skill guy. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's he had a good Jordan and Foss. Like, that's it. It's like, it's and like Nason does too. So, I'm not saying do it because I think the third line has also been doing really well with the three with Nason. I just oh, do yeah. it. It's more of to take Martinuk out of the top six, which I, to be fair, though, I don't, to be fair, no, yeah. to be fair, I don't <laughs> know who would go in the top six. So, like, um, we've put, we've, ha- we've put Pulu Ravi up there. I'm not really a fan of that. You don't, Jack I Curry. mean, the close. I, that's the closest I I would personally think the closest of like that would fit up there is Rory. Um, I, I wouldn't be up, I want I want to be upset with it if like we're taking if we're taking Martinuk playing back to the third line you slide Nason back to four I'd see you move Jack up to the left wing second line second line and just see how that goes I mean obviously the kick and score I mean he's he I would prove, he would do it I mean yeah. if we're talking about any guys who can score because he's he was lethal in Chicago. Why not he's been playing that? really. He's been playing really well, and he's been playing he like been. A, a hard game. Like he's not getting bullied around on the he ice. Fits, like he he's fits him perfectly. He's like a missing puzzle piece in Carolina with such gone. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah I say. Yeah, you said I. If you move Jury over to the second line left wing, wouldn't be upset with it. Put him with um, Cockaniemi okay. and Tavo. Yeah. Honestly, I I think if Rod blends the lines anymore to give it a chance just because things aren't going Jarvis's way, I would almost switch Jarvis and Tara Bynum. Ooh, have, have, a, have, have a jury KK Yarby line. I wouldn't be upset. That would be an, actually be a nice. I thing. think, I mean, Jarvis, so Jarvis and jury, they play together. They have the chemistry. Mm-hmm. KK has the chemistry with Jarvis as well. And honestly, he's kind of KK's fit with kind of anyone he plays with. KK, Speaking KK's of been, that he's man, been, he's, been, he's been playing so good. Speaking of that man, I have a stat. Ooh, ooh, cat <laughs> he has as of last game, as mm. of Tuesday from Kane Set Brand, mm. is he has 28 points in his last 38 games. For comparison, which I know this will make some people mad, but it's just an honest comparison. Oh my god. For gosh, comparison, dude. that's the same amount of points as Timo Meyer and Jonathan Huberto in the same amount of games and time. Yep, I, I I know it. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I saw the I saw the comments and quote sheets from that, and oh man, people got so triggered. It's so, not saying he's better than them, but it's also saying it's just a comparison. He's contributing he like them. Yeah, yeah. It's, he, he's just playing very good. Also, hockey right his now, defense so like, is gorgeous. Oh my gosh, KK's defense. Oh yeah, Jordo two point oh man. Um, mm-hmm. So going back to Tuesday's win, real quick. Uh, that was 
the Hurricanes' 10th third-period comeback this season, which is tied for most in the NHL. And it's also the first time in franchise history that the team has double-digit come-from-behind wins in the final 20 minutes. Uh, no quitting. Yeah, no quitting these Hurricanes. I mean, never, <laughs> never, never no count them out. Carolina. <laughs> There's no quitting Carolina. I mean, Kings, Sharks, Rangers. I mean, like, we've seen so many comebacks this year. It's absolutely insane right now. Oh yeah. It's like you never really count out the Hurricanes. They're just playing. It's just like I said. It's as long as they're giving us effort and as long as they're like staying in the games. That's all we really ask out of this team. Just right. give us good hockey. Speaking of effort, um, these last two games, Freddie is wanting that spot back. I think he's yeah. starting to say, hey, I'm back, and I'm all for it. Yeah. Also good news, um, Ronta has been on the up and up in his recovery, so hopefully we should be seeing him soon. Uh, yeah. None yeah. of this is against Piotr. I'm just saying the good news. Um, also, yeah. I mean, I'm always excited for Piotr. I think the last couple times he's played – not saying we played the best in front of him, but I also think it shows he's got stuff still to work on. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. this is exactly what I was going to say, too, is I don't think this is to say anything more than there's still a little bit or a little bit of work that he needs to do. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, for one, I mean, all goalies have their flaws. All goalies have that one thing that you can sit there and say, hey, they always leave their five hole open or, hey, they're a little more aggressive than your average goalie, whatever. Piotr is one who still has a lot of developing to do. And that's not to say anything bad. He's a young kid. He's a kid who has not had as much NHL experience as guys like Freddie or Ronta. And there's always something to work on, which is why I think you give those two spots or those two main spots. Now, and this is granted, everybody is healthy as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But you give those two spots to Freddie and Ronta and you let, Piotr marinate. A yeah, bit. I mean, well, I mean, like, it's, it's a, he, like he's just over a year now of being in North America. So, like, we're still talking about he's still around the one year mark oh, of being on North American ice. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, like it, it, we got him for the next four seasons. So, even like, even next year when he's on the main roster full time, he's probably depending on who they bring in, it could still be a you're going to be the backup to, let's say, Freddie Anderson if Freddie Anderson is the one that comes back or however you want to do it. Because, I mean, they gave the kid a four-year contract. Obviously, he's going to be playing with the Hurricanes next season. It's just, it's, and it's, it's, also, it's just one of those it's things. Also good, it's also time good to, to see. Still. Yeah, and it's also good to see what he needs to work on now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. unlike with Ned, you didn't see any, like, big flaws right away. And all of us were like, oh, yeah, we're going to sign him. He's going to come back. It's great. And so when we pushed him out. And like we didn't resign him and he went somewhere else. Like we're all like, what? But he was playing so well. And then we see him with other teams and you can see where his issues lie. Whereas rather with... us notice these things now than next year. And work on it. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And also to be fair. To be to fair. Be fair. He, he went to a bad Red Wings team before they got better too. So he also got yeah, exposed. Yeah, that didn't really help him. <laughs> no, he got exposed. Um, so going into more stat stuff. So we actually have a couple milestones tonight for some uh, Hurricanes players. Jalen Sheffield played his 100th NHL game tonight. So congrats, Chatty, for game 100. And 100 trips to Chapman do. Exactly. And then <laughs> uh, and Jordan Martinuk, we've had 300 Marty parties here in Carolina. 
So congrats to Jordan Martinuk on his third 300th. Um, but I could just have half the goals of that from him. Good grief. <laughs> right. Um, and then, and then also one, and also another game milestone. Jordan Stahl playing his 730th game as a Hurricane, second only to his brother Eric. Um, We're going. You love to see, you love to see it, and it's just it's so it's so great seeing for the fact that you have guys who've putting a different numbers of milestones with being with Carolina. You go from 100 to you know, with 300 and then you go to seven, 730. Like it, it just shows that like, even like where you're at in terms of like your journey with the hurricanes, you're going to be loved by this fan base, no matter how many games you've played with, play with this team. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you love to see it for the captain, 730 only behind his brother. So speaking of the captain, um, that <laughs> I'm sure everyone has seen it now. If you haven't, please look it up. I don't know why of all players, I feel like Trocek should know better, but he made a run at Gordo, <laughs> exactly. and that man bounced off of him. Like it was a trampoline and he oh flew and then and Jordo and Jordo fashion just stood there and was like, okay, and got off the ice. And then as Trochek got up to get back into the play, Foss just shoved him back down. It was kind of like your two older brothers are like, no, no. <laughs> but uh, of course, I had, of course, ass fans had to remind me of Kel McCarr putting him down. So, and they're like, I'm like, no, like, hey, Kel had no issues with it. I'm like, I'm fully aware that Kel it's McCarr. It's rare. Had- yeah, it's it's rare. It's rare. Cal Picard put him down. Jordan wasn't. I don't think Jordan was looking. It wasn't like a no. full on. Jordan was expecting it when it's a hit no. on hit ready to go. I think Jordan wins. If, if if my memory serves, correct me because it was in Colorado. If it was if we're talking about last year, uh, that was the game that one of our hosts was at, where a lot of bad things happened to us. So. I'm never sitting in the two hundreds at Ball Arena ever again. We were both there. We were both <laughs> oh, there. Oh, that's where you both were there. Yeah. I took my best friend to our first hockey game. That's right. Because well, I, I think we kind of knew you then. But you weren't on the part of the... Uh, it, no, I knew, I knew of you, Kat. I, I was a yeah. ghost. You were a ghost. <laughs> um, <laughs> lurking, just lurking on TikTok. Just like yeah, you know, just waiting. But, <laughs> yes. Uh, and to go back to uh, <laughs> Trocek... Uh, we all he also seemed to bring out a little bit fight in ter- Tavo Teravinen the other day when he pushed yeah. over Aho. Like, like what? Like, what was the point of Trocheck going after? I mean, Trocheck did. Trocheck did that to other teams when he was with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just surprised he did that so quickly to us. But I mean, I guess it's the Ranger mentality. I was gonna say it's also uh, it's Trocheck. That's who adapt he is. to the team kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. So you're all one, all for one, one for all. I I, like, I forget who posted the video, but it was like "Don't mess with Tara Vina," and it's just like him going after <laughs> Jonathan Taze, Brad Marchand. If any, it's it. anyone that messes with Aho. Honestly, whoever messes with Aho, that's immediately when he stands up. Yeah, it, it, will it's the like, real Tavo like, Tara Vina stand up? It's like it's like rule a rule of thumb: don't mess with Aho, or you're gonna have to suffer the turbo wrath. And it's like you don't you don't want that in your life. You really don't. But um. So before we get into more big news tonight, and also we also got Forgotten Canes later on, um, we have to talk about our amazing sponsors <laughs> over at Primal X Hockey. Um, 
if you're looking for any type of hockey gear or looking for great apparel, make sure you go check out Primox Hockey at PrimoxHockey.com. And if you use the code SEARCHCAST to check out, you get 20% off your order. Um, they're a really great group over there. They got stick protectors. They got blade protectors. They even got like buckets and stuff like, you know, helmets and stuff like that. Um, outdoor pucks, indoor pucks. They actually just got all different variety of blade colors if you're looking for inline skate wheels and stuff like that too and they also have great apparel hoodies t-shirts hats they even have flags too if you're looking for the if you're having if you want to put a flag out um they have some like stuff that even their koozies are absolutely amazing they're they're fantastic um you know free u.s shipping you also go pick up at their uh warehouse which the cool thing too is they have the little store right next to the actual warehouse too so they have stuff you can go in there browse around because they're based in raleigh like 10 minutes from the arena. So if you want to go pick up your stuff there, make sure to go check them out at their actual warehouse location for all the good stuff. So like I said, primoxhockey.com, you search cast at checkout for 20% of your order to help support them, which is local, help out support us on the podcast. It shows them that we're talking about our amazing sponsor because they've been our sponsor since even before episode one. And we're on episode 60 something now. Like we're- they're, they're dealing with our shenanigans and giving you an AHO discount. Exactly, because who, who who doesn't love an Aho discount with a bunch of shenanigans coming from the Surge cast? It's Surgy shenanigans, as they would probably Surgies. say somewhere. <laughs> Making stuff up on the spot, because why not? But yes, oh thank God. you, thank you, Primal X Hockey, for dealing with us dealing with us for over sixty episodes. I was going to say, guys. with that, I think I got to head out, guys. Unfortunately. Oh well, thanks for showing up, Bailey. We appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for thanks for stopping in, caller one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, enjoy I traffic on the twenty-five. <laughs> oh, don't even start. Um, I love you both. Uh, congrats to the Canes. I'm out. All right, see you, Bailey. <laughs> Later. <laughs> oh man. All right. So obviously, I have another stat. Okay. <laughs> Draw me, draw me a stack, cat. I'm sure these are ones you have as well, but I enjoy it. So we talked about the um, Aho just undressing Tony D'Angelo, and it was beautiful. And with that mm. hat trick, the Canes now lead the NHL with eight hat tricks through 68 games in 22-23, passing the 85-86 Whalers for a new single-season franchise record. And matching the team's total over its previous four hundred and three games. Oh yeah, that you love to see it. It's it's just. It's I'm just, surprised it, any of us have hats left. Let's be honest. Right, ex- exactly, and it also just goes to show that Tony D'Angelo will just never play good defense against Sebastian Ajo because the fact he got undressed as a Ranger and undressed as a Flyer. So you love to see it. You just, I mean, you should. don't even have to add against Ajo at the end of that. It's will never play good defense. Oh, yeah, because he's TA and not TDA because he can't play defense. So there you go. Um, so big. So other, despite the fact that the Hurricanes did lose tonight, they did clinch the playoffs. So we're, if the Hurricanes are officially dancing in Woo! the playoffs. I mean, I don't know if anyone doubted that. <laughs> no, I mean, it, well, but it's nice to know. <laughs> it's nice to know. Official. Well, from, yeah, it's officially official. Put that X next to your name on Twitter or your socials. Um, for me, it's, I would love, I would have loved to win an in because that would have been perfect just to be like, oh, we won it. We're in and stuff like I could try to go on destiny. Unfortunately it didn't happen, but luckily one of the other scenarios was if the 
Panthers losing regulation, <laughs> automatic clinch. Panthers lost six two to the Maple Leafs. So thank you, Again, Toronto. Look, look at the silver lining. We're in. It's we would we have liked to win and be in. Yes, yes. But I don't think it was a badly played game. I no, know it's unfortunate that we lost. It wasn't like we lost without trying. Yeah, so exactly. I will take I'll take the effort from the boys, and I you know look forward to Saturday's game and have a we have a playoff spot. Yeah. Now we just need to focus on winning the division. Yes. Yeah, so well, luckily we got a game in hand. Jersey didn't play tonight. I know they're playing soon. I think they're almost done because I think they had like back to back nights off. But thank you, Toronto Maple Leafs, for being the Panthers in regulation to help in the Hurricanes secure a playoff spot. You guys did something right for once in Toronto. Uh, <laughs> you succeeded at something about playoffs. <laughs> oof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. I got a multiple amount of tweets here from Kane's country. Um, despite the loss with the, you know, the Panthers losing six, two to the Maple Leafs, Carolina hurricanes, and now are the second team to qualify for the playoffs of the season. So despite, you know, everyone's like worried how the team's going to do still a second best team in the league, second team to make the playoffs. We're good to go. Um, it'll be the fifth consecutive postseason for the hurricanes all coming under head coach, Rod Brendamore for reference. The Canes had only made a consecutive postseason appearance since one time in team history. That was 2001 and 2002. So this is like an unprecedented run for the Hurricanes for consecutive amount of the playoff appearances. The longest streak of franchise history was set by the Hartford Whalers that made the postseason from 1986 to 1992, and that was a seven-season streak and the franchise's only other instance of consecutive playoff appearances. And credit where credit's due from Adam Gold on Twitter. Um, Hurricanes playoff appearances from 1998 to 2018, five total. Just from 2019 to now in 2023, with Rod as the head coach, also five. So we've tied we've tied our most playoff appearances in the last five seasons compared to a 20 year stretch, 30 year stretch, 30 year stretch, 30 year stretch. Either way, it wasn't great for the first while. I think it's 20 years. 19, yeah, 1998 to 2018, not 30. Franchise is only 25 years old. It's been a long day. D- don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> that should be some easy math, but no. <laughs> no, 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 not for <laughs> been up since, a cl- since 6 o'clock this morning, and it's been a busy day, so no. But I mean, either way, though, I mean, for the fact that the, the team – Multiple playoff appearances now. Like, could you imagine during the dark ages that someone would tell you, hey, the Hurricanes are going to make five consecutive playoff appearances with a former captain as a head coach? Like, how many people would be like, yeah, okay, sure, I would, that, that's going to happen. But here we are. We're going into our fifth consecutive playoff with Rod as the head coach. I mean, how 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 like for me it's like you just gotta enjoy the ride right now. Like, yeah, I mean I'll just echo what I said earlier is like you just have to focus on the positive. Like you can get I know it's I know things can be stressful. I know we can get bad news and like the cane's not played the way we want, the outcomes mm-hmm. not, might not be the way we want. And like you're everyone's entitled to feel frustrated, to feel however they want. I just encourage people 
to kind of, I mean, focus on the goods and the bads. You can be, you can find something wrong with every game or whatever is happening with the hurricanes all you want. You can always find something wrong. Um, you can say, oh man, that gold, that goal went in because Pesci lost his man for a second. Okay. Pesci lost one of the top players in the league for a second. And Pesci, while I know like some people have said he's been struggling recently, but he's been like our number two defenseman for quite a few years. And he's had a major workload. So for him to finally be like, Oh, I'm having a couple off games. I understand being concerned about it and being like, man, we really need you in your top form. But also like, the man's do a couple of bad games. Like it just, it happens. I mean, they're professional athletes, but they have bad days too. So yeah. like, instead of focusing of like, oh man, he lost his game. That's a terrible game from Pesci. Think about all of the good, like, wow, full URV almost had his first goal or we clinched playoffs tonight, even though we lost, like, it's just like, you got to focus on the little things right now. And like the little wins, because again, you can feel frustrated. You can feel whatever you want. I just encourage to also be like, don't start fire ship until like you're for sure going down like <laughs> we're still we're still sailing along like i i don't know that's my no sense. no I, I totally get it it's like it's like yeah the power play has been struggling you know trip said it mike said it it's it's one of those things that yeah they're like like we're not like be like oh everything's perfect this team is fantastic you know they're gonna be unstoppable it's one of those things where yeah i mean team struggles you know there's some things that teams need to work on it's just but power play has been struggling power play has been struggling but penalty kill has been thriving exactly that's and what I'm saying. if you it's, look at if you look at the rangers they just had two games without any power play goals and they had a hell of a lot of power plays so oh, you think yeah. they're freaking you think they're freaking out about that like it's just like you got to focus on like wow we shut out a top power play team and our penalty kill is not giving up anything and i know of course the argument back is going to be Oh, well, if you keep testing them, something's going to go in. Yeah. But like right now, focus on we just shut them out in a power of power plays two games in a row where they, yeah. got, they got gifted a hell of a lot of power plays. Yeah, for sure. It's it's just one of those things where it's like, like we're like, we're not going to be complete homers. We're going to like, you know, we're obviously we talk about one thing when the team struggles in certain things, but it's like you also got to. You know, just be optimistic, stay positive, and just know, like, okay, you know, things could be better. But right now, the Hurricanes are playing great hockey. They're making another playoff appearance. It's just for for me. It's just enjoy the ride. Just enjoy this team. Like, love this team. Like, just love I mean, the team. I, can, I mean, I can be stressed about things in my daily life. I write. I kind of like, yeah, sports will give me stress too. Um, right. Like I, today, I was out at trivia and I was wearing my Canes jersey out because I was like. I have to do it for, for good luck. And like they we were focusing on things and I was still yeah. watching the game and they could tell that I was like, <gasps> but like, I also want to find enjoyment in the sport. Like I yeah. want to still have fun with it. Um, it, it does get like, I know I can feel heated and I know I can get upset about things, but also I never want to get to the point where it's like a chore. And I just feel like there's no enjoyment in watching it because all I'm pointing out is the negatives, which, you know, at times it feels like you can. Um, but like I said, like we, (laughs) you guys don't understand our group chats. (laughs) We definitely talk about what's going on and like, Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Like so-and-so did this and like all of that but we like to come on here and talk about all the stats, like the great things that are going on with the team, because it's nice to be reminded of, Hey, we're still doing great things for the franchise. Our team is continuously growing and continuously getting better. And um, 
like it's not you don't really see like a down turn for us anytime soon um we might not be rising as fast as some people want but i mean mm -hmm. i'll take any sort of upward movement <laughs> yeah for sure and like you know, just looking at the culture of the kings too like like for ghost he's been with the team for like a handful of games and he was rocking a no bucket and warm-ups tonight for chatty because he was hitting game 100 and he even said it in the video of their tunnel he's like no bucket for chatty tonight because the because the fact that he wanted to do it for him and like that shows you how much the culture and like even with rod after when they win games he's giving out t-shirts to like people behind the scenes that people don't you know fans don't see very much and it's just the culture and the way like these guys will fight for each other and that's the thing that you like i like about this team like would we still be recording and having all of our takes when they like, say when the team's playing bad yeah of course i mean it's the hurricanes good or bad we're gonna love this team we're gonna you know talk about them it's just you know luckily right now for us we started this podcast on a on a good run with the hurricanes right now so it's just one of those things where good or bad or however you want to put it, like when we're gonna we're gonna I'd support be scared the if you had started this podcast during the dark years. I'm scared of what we would have been talking about. Uh, I would have I would have been having mental breakdowns talking about <laughs> Scott Darling. I would have you guys would have actually seen me have a mental breakdown. And like I, a whole string of curse words would have just been for like two minutes of this podcast. <laughs> the, the funny part is I actually was on a podcast. I was on a Hurricanes podcast like end of 2017 going into 18, rocking the Carolinas. And it was like a short stint show and stuff like that. But yeah, that was like my first ever podcast I did. And it was with the Hurricanes in the 2017-18 season. But it's just one, yeah, it's just, you know, like I said, luckily with us when we started when we did. But even, like, say, 10 years from now, let's say the Hurricanes are, you know, kind of in a lull. Because at, the, at hockey, it's ebbs and flows. We'd still come on here every week, still talk about this team, good or bad. It's just, you know, you got to enjoy the ride of hockey. And for me, it's for me to, like, you know, just not focus on daily life stuff and, like, go and enjoy something. So, yeah, I mean. Speaking of things besides Kane's hockey that you can be stressed about, though, to be fair, this is also something that I would, I'm not personally stressed about, but I know some people are, but it's also still a little bit in the future is that we have to announce the announcement of fanatics will be the new yes. jerseys of the NHL. Yep. We were going to talk um, about that. Yeah. That was our next thing we we're going to talk about. Yeah. Yep. As I'm wearing my fanatics, if you're on the YouTube version, my Fanatics jersey. <laughs> uh, I am also wearing my Fanatics Sebastian Ajo jersey from the previous red jerseys. Before All the of my jerseys are Fanatics. Um, honestly, my worst jersey, which I I love because it's my first jersey and the name on it. But my Wardo jersey is Reebok. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, those were... Like it my, can get worse. <laughs> my first, my first jersey was a C, was a CCM jersey, and this was like two thousand. No, oh, that's what everyone wants. That's what everyone's the quality everyone's comparing to right now. Yeah, mine was like two thousand, or I think it was like two thousand eight. Yeah, because I because I no, it was like no, it was like oh six oh seven. It was somewhere. It was like the mid two thousands because that's when we just moved back, um, and went to the game. So yeah, I think it was like oh six oh seven. I got that one. That was like my first jersey. But like the Sveshnikov on the wall. If you're on the YouTube version, my Sveshnikov Stadium Series jersey, fanatics. 
like my only authentic jersey I have is my Jacob Slavin um, alternate jersey. That's the only one. Every every other jersey, all fanatics. Outside of like I said, well, no, sorry, I'm wrong. My white Jordan Stahl jersey from two from the 2009 season. That one is Reebok. All the other ones I have are mostly fanatics outside that one CCM and, from like way back in the mid two thousands. And like, we're aware that we're aware fanatics has its it does have its issues and it does it does like Bailey has told us she's had the experience of stuff peeling off in terms mm-hmm. of numbers and letters and things like that. I fortunately have never had that issue with mine. I same, do like yeah, the material more than I do the Adidas, and I feel like it just fits better it's, it's more comfortable it's, to me yeah it's it's more roomy like the well the, the low the logo is more flexible too it's like it's not stiff like what i like more authentics sure but it's like for paying some of the prices i i like my fanatics like they, they, they yeah. fit great like i said i never had like you just you like you i never really had any issues the only issues with fanatics i've had has been sweatshirts i just got my <laughs> stadium series hoodie supposed to be a it was supposed to be a certain size that i got it in Actually, feels like two sizes smaller than what it actually is. You did get it at a really discounted price, though. <laughs> I did. I did get a discounted price. Unfortunately, I'm not going to keep it because, like, what am I going to do with the a hoodie that's yeah. two sizes too small? So I, I will have to send it back. Unfortunately, but it's one of the yeah. like, outside, like the like the hoodies has been the only thing I've had an issue with. My zip up Hurricanes jacket that I have that one that, that wore into the same series, that one fits perfectly because it's a zip up, but. All my jerseys, yeah. all my jerseys, though, and all the t-shirts I've ever gotten, never really had any issues with any and of them. So I get some people are kind of upset. Like, they're not, like, like it's Fanatics. It's not CCM yeah. or Coho. They're gonna, or but that. also think, like, the jerseys that the players are going to wear are going to be a little higher quality than the fans. Oh, I mean, the yeah. fans are going to be wearing. Um, I think Fanatics will do fine. Honestly, I compare it to... Of all my years playing soccer, there were times that our uniforms were Adidas. I loved it when it was Adidas. One year we went to Under Armour. I didn't like it as much, but I wore the uniform anyway um, because I to be part of the team. I wore it and I let and it was fine. It wasn't my yeah. favorite. So, but I think I think this it'll it'll be fine. <laughs> and then if you want a jersey, get a jersey. If you don't like it, you don't have to get it. Uh, it just kind of comes down to like preference and you know, it's always going to be that way. Like we weren't sure who was going to get it next. I liked Adidas. I didn't get a lot of their jerseys. I just like Adidas as a brand, but it's, it's just going to be overall like, listen, there are so many other things that NHL can fix before they, before this is my issue. (laughs) Yeah. And I I know it's starting in 2024, 2025 is the first year they're going to do it. So, so next season, I think it's the last year with Adidas and then, they start the year after that. And it's a, it's a 10 year deal. So you're looking at probably like 20, 34, 35 is going to be the last season before that 10 year thing ends. I think Eric on Twitter said that, like, I think he saw somewhere that there was the first year that Finax is going to do the jerseys. They're going to use Adidas's factory. So they're still going to probably have like that type of quality of jerseys. But then after that, I guess we're going to see what the authentics will look like and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you said, Kat, it's probably going to be a better quality, but at least with fanatics, you kind of see a more wider range of sizes for people. Cause with the Adidas, it's like three X and that's it. And even then it's really like slim. 
So it's kind of like you're like you almost have to go a size higher than the Adidas. But at least with the Fanatics, you get kind of more of a range of like what would fit for a lot of people. So I mean, I obviously if everyone's on socials, you saw the, the reactions from a lot of people. For me, it's like I I want to see what it looks like when they actually start before I make judgment on how it's going to be and like what the authentics are going to look like, what the on ice jerseys are going to look like, and stuff like that. It's it, it's like you said, it's a jersey. If you get it, great. If not, okay, it is what it is. But, you know, at least, you know, you, you might get more options of sizes. For me, like for soccer jerseys, I prefer Under Armour because they had more options compared to Adidas where it's like, here's your sizes, that's it, have fun. At least with Under Armour, they kind of give you more of a range. So it's just know. It just comes to preference. And, yeah, I mean, again, you can be frustrated with it. I mean, obviously, the NHL hasn't listened to us on anything else. So, no. <laughs> they're, not, they're... Not, not until we get new management in the NHL out, like get rid of like upper. If you get up once the upper echelons finally leave and we get a new crop of. Give me Ryan hard. Reynolds. I don't care. He doesn't need the senators. He needs the whole NHL. Give it to yeah. him. <laughs> even the Rock, even Dwayne the Rock Johnson's going to be probably in the same group as Ryan Reynolds for the senators. Why, why not Thanks. just talk to the oh Rock? Oh my gosh. But for me, like I said, it is what it is. I want to see what the on-ice stuff looks like when they start the season after next. I'm still going to get Fanax jerseys because I just because just the, the way they fit price-wise is a little bit better, more wide range of sizes. We'll just see what it looks like when it starts next the year, like two seasons from now. But that was the other big thing that everyone you know kind of kind of blew up in hockey Twitter and stuff like that. So we'll see what we'll see what it looks like. Who knows? But mm-hmm. so we are getting into our Forgotten Kings. We are going into our last segment. Um, like, like I said, a lot of great stuff tonight. Like I said, the Hurricanes clinched a playoff spot, fifth year in a row, back-to-back 100 seasons. Uh, got a lot of guys playing in a certain number of games. So it, it's Beat been... the Rangers at MSG. Yep, so great Tuesday. It is what it is today, but we got Toronto on Saturday. But outside of tonight's Here, wait, local... no. I do. I have a hot take. An ice melting hot take. Oh, okay. I haven't had one in a while. It's been. It's we been talked a about it. We talked about it in a little bit, or a little bit before we started, and I, I just, it just came back to me, and I just want to say my piece on this. Okay. The Canes are not in their dark era anymore. They're also not a brand new baby team like the Seattle Kraken. I, I, know, I, I know where this is. I know where this you is You know going. where it's going. I know, where, the, I know there where this is going. There is no reason, no reason for people, especially, I, I'm sorry, especially season ticket members. If you are supporting the Canes 95% of the season, you are spending the money on them. You're wearing their jerseys. I understand second place, like, or second teams that are your favorite. I understand. I like the, I guess I would say, I used to say the abs or the Kraken were probably my second. They're just fun. Like I enjoyed it. And if I cared a little bit more, maybe, and I had a Jersey of theirs, maybe once or twice, if they came to play us, I would wear it. I have a friend that does that for the Dallas stars every now and then, but I do know when it comes playoff time, she is not wearing Dallas green. If we are playing Dallas, you are wearing the Carolina hurricanes. That is your home team. To the game. I'm one of the reasons we don't like it when we play the Rangers, not just the Rangers themselves, 
but is because we see people that we sit in the stands with on multiple games wearing these colors, supporting our guys. And the moment the Rangers come, they change their jersey. They heckle the same players they support all year long. And they just are. And then they heckle other Canes fans that are normally you're a season ticket member. You are part of the fan base. So listen, I know it's cheaper down in North Carolina. Well, I mean, sometimes I know it's cheaper. We have nicer weather. We have nicer people. I will say it. <laughs> you picked to come down here. I promise you pick to come down here. So now pick a side and pick your team. The team you support 95% of the season. I don't care. You could wear your Rangers gear at home if you want to. Support the team you support all season long. It's your home team at this point. We are not a new team that we're not in our dark era where I under, I told Zach I understood because tickets were cheaper. So other teams came in and they took those cheaper tickets and were kind of just there for their team. Understand it. Understand if we were a new team and again – we didn't have a big fan base, so other fans came in and wanted to see their team play the new guys, and it was kind of more of that. We are established. We are five years making the playoffs. We've won a Stanley Cup. Wear your dang jersey for your home team. Okay, I'm sorry if that got a little loud. We can go to Forgotten Canes No, now. no, no. Well, no, I actually do want to talk about this. So uh, Brian Stein from House of Jerks, he had me on. We asked, we actually talked about this too. And like, you can have a second team. Like for me, I have a second team. It's the Blackhawks. I've liked both of those teams equally as a kid since I was six. We moved to, we moved to North Carolina when the, when the Hurricanes moved from Hartford. First ever hockey game I ever went to as a kid was a preseason game at the old Greensboro Coliseum against the mighty ducks of anaheim that tells you how long that tells you how long it's been like we're talking 1997 so i mean like i fell in love with both of those teams like obviously you know obviously as a kid like you watch it but you're not like super like where we're at now nerd nerding out about the team and deep diving into stuff and having take it's like you're you're like oh hockey yay get to go to a game get food watch guys move around fast stuff like that so like as you get older you kind of follow more into it you get more into the nuances and a whole bunch of stuff like that so i like both those teams equally obviously my first love is the hurricanes because it's me and my dad's team you know i was supposed to go to the home opener at rbc when it opened in 99 against the devils couldn't go got sick dad went i was a little annoyed as a kid going like oh, i would love it gone but you know but then been to stanley was that game seven when they won the cup 2011 was there for the all-star we drove down from college after getting done with classes on Friday, drove down to go to that. Went to the you know the skills comp. Went to the All Star game. You know, all of us were just there for the stadium series in like literally three and a half hours of sleep and drove right back to South Carolina because I had to go to church and all that stuff. So it's like it's one of those things where it's yeah, you can have a second team and that's fine. But like you said, if you're a season ticket member or if you're you know this that and the other. That Carolina is your, your team. If you want to have a second team, that's fine. If you want to wear their stuff, okay, go for it. But like you said, if you're going to go and like change your entire attitude and be mean to Canes fans that you're usually like high fiving with every other time, that's just weird behavior. And it's kind of like it's so contradictory to it, it just makes it so weird for me. It's like well, I, if you want to wear the jersey, that's fine, but be like more civil about it. 
if you're well, going to wear the other common, two's hair. Yeah, and I know the common argument is like, well, you can't gatekeep like more. You can like more than one team. You yeah, can. We're not. That's we're fine. Not gatekeep. We're not. But there is a that. reason. There is a reason that for big games, such as like the stadium series or certain playoff game, home playoff games, there is a reason that teams open up tickets to their season ticket members first and before other fans because they want that home ice advantage. Mm-hmm. If Everyone. you have been that home ice advantage for them all season and then it comes to pivotal games and you switch to your your second your second favorite team just because you have that jersey or whatever and you take that away from the team you supported all year why did you support them all year just to go and kick them in a big moment like why yeah well it's that's like, the well, one thing like and you see like you'll see other see other teams or you'll see other sometimes even the media will be like wow like it's the loud we talk about pnc being the loudest house in the nhl Okay, that's great. But they also talk about like, wow, that was a lot of blue in there. And every Canes fan is like, it's, I promise you half of that blue will be red on Saturday. And that's what's the annoying part because you're like, it's not visiting Rangers fans. It'd be fine if it was visiting Ranger fans or fans that just come every now, like every now and then. But like when it's season ticket members and people that would normally be wearing Canes stuff, it's like. Come on, man. Like, well, well, the fact like the last year with like how like Bud Light and the Rangers got all up in arms about it. And it's like uh every other team does it too. Nashville's done it to teams. Like it's not a new nuanced thing. Every team home does team it. advantage is a, like home advantage is a home ice, whatever. It's it, it, it's, it's important. Like, every, thing. every every like, team does it for tickets. It's not a hurricanes thing, it's not a national predators thing. Of course, we all like to give the predators crap because it's the predators but it's one of those things where every team does it so i don't really understand this take of like oh look what the hurricanes are doing they're blah 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 blah, blah. they're making sure other fans don't get there it's like well, no every team does it it's not just us but yeah no, no and also because we're sure that some of our season ticket members will be the other fans at times now right but, the, but like it, i agree with like, for, like if you have a second team fine if you if their team shows up you want to wear their jersey okay cool no big deal but like you said, if it's playoff time, no, it's the jersey of the team that you pay money for. If you want, like, say, like, it's like the regular season. Like, say tonight you did wear your Rangers jersey. If you were civil and not being a complete, you know, jerk off about it, okay, then that's fine. I'll give you leeway in terms of that. But if you're going to go and heckle and, you know, be a jerk about stuff and not the bunch of jerks, the good jerks that we are, but if you're going to be like that person, okay, then no, then that's just not right. And like I said, it's not gatekeeper. We're not telling other people how to enjoy hockey and stuff like that. But there's a sense of decorum. There's a sense of there's a line you don't cross. I, if you're I a season, have never if you're a season heard... ticket member or someone who has a second team yeah. and wants to wear their stuff. It's just there's I have never you heard cross. more. I have never heard more Canes fans say. I don't want to go to this game or I'm willing to sell my tickets to this game because I don't want to deal with the atmosphere that comes with the visiting team's fans as it comes with the Rangers because fights always start. It's always like the, the whole atmosphere is just like, it's not Canes. Like it's not, I don't know. It's yeah, not like, fun. Like I, like I saw it today. I think there was like a few people that said, Oh, I'm not going to go to the game time because the Rangers are in town. Like you don't see that for Boston. You don't see that for Pittsburgh. You don't see that for Tampa, Chicago, blah, any big name market you want to say, you know, with fans that travel or whatever, even devil's fans are even cat 
even Caps fans, like we had no problem with Caps fans of the stadium series. I mean, it's just, it's just one of those things that it's always the Rangers. It's I don't know what it is about the Rangers. It's just their fans. And like I said, if you are a Rangers fan that that are also Hurricanes fans, listen to the podcast. We're not mad at you. It's just please, if you're if you're a season ticket member of the Hurricanes, but you also like the Rangers, don't make it a, don't make it a worse experience for everyone else who's going there who is just a straight up Hurricanes fan. Just yeah. be and like, I mean, make, I will like, use make it fun for us to go to our game. I will our use game. an analogy. I don't know if that's the right word. I <laughs> I will make a, a football reference for anyone that pretty much to put the point home is so they always talk about like we were like the eighth man or whatever for our for our football team. Like fans matter. So home ice it mat- matters because fans are involved. The players can feel the energy in the in the rink. They can see who's at the glass. They, it's just, it's such an experience for them that like, as much as we joke about like, Hey, we can give our takes about this coach. Like Rod isn't going to care about who we think is in the starting lineup. We can give all our takes about this. Yeah. That's like, we can only do so much that way, but being at the game and supporting them, just as we say, like, Hey, if you can say the whole game, the guys can tell it's things like that. It's just like, Fans matter, especially the Hurricanes. Like they have said multiple times, they feed off our energy. And if our energy changes to the Ranger fan energy, ugh, yikes. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, and we're have to preface this again, we're not gatekeeping fandom. It's just mm-hmm. it's nope. just and we're not saying you have to like you gotta be the perfect fan or you gotta act like this. It's just if you're gonna switch jerseys for the other team that you support. Please just don't heckle the group that you usually sit with for the other ninety-five percent of the season. Don't make don't make them not go to the game because of your antics. Like yeah. chirping, like you're, if you're like chirping is fine if you want if you're having fun with it. But if you're taking it to the next level where people don't want to go because they don't want to deal with you, then that's a problem. So, like I said, we're also, not are you chir- like chirping a team you normally support is very weird to me. It, that, you're that literally is talking big. down to players that you cheer for on a normal basis. Yeah, that is weird. It's like I said, we, if you want to have a second team or a third, I know some people have like four or five teams, fine. We're not telling you how to fandom hockey, mm-hmm. but just don't make the experience worse for people who want to go to watch the Hurricanes. That's all we're asking. I, Yeah, I mean, I'll go a step further. I will say in playoffs, it's better to have one team. <laughs> Um, but as we all know, is if our favorite, if your favorite team does get out in the playoff run, everyone picks another team to like, they want to win it after that. Um, but honestly, we just want it to be an enjoyable experience for everyone at the games. We want the teams to feel like they're at home. They want to feel the power that is PNC loudest house, loudest house in the NHL. Um, yeah, overall there's always and of course even some regular games games there's always going to be some disruption there's just extra during the rangers games so it makes it a little less fun exactly all right so after that long i mean it, i mean sorry no it was a rant i hadn't ranted in a while i was very happy about the last two games i was not upset i had no reason to rant i just saw a little extra blue in our normally red and black house so i was just it, it just irked me just a bit yeah and of course the rangers social media has to tweet out we missed you fam like 
No. Stop. They missed him because they didn't help him win on Tuesday. <laughs> I hope anyway, everyone, I, hope, I, hope, I, I can hope start. Everyone, I hope everyone enjoyed their drive back to Cary. <laughs> it's funny because Colin used to live in Cary. Um, I, I, I lived in Cary for a year or two, but we, we, there's a lot of hurricanes. All the hurricanes that live in Cary, we love you guys. We, we hope you survive tonight. <laughs> if you see some extra blue in, in the Cary area, Cary, we love you. <laughs> so my forgotten cane um fun fact um because they hinted that they're coming back on socials um he played for the atlanta thrashers at one point okay uh but to start as usual he is he what he, he is i don't know i said he was he is six foot one 190 pounds he played defense and he shot left um i say he did because he is retired now um he yeah he played for over 20 seasons um mostly known for playing with the kings the thrashers and the carolina hurricanes um for the canes he played from 05 to 09 and over that time he had He played 214 games and he had, I'm losing my stats. He, he only had nine goals, but one of those goals was super important because it was a power play goal that won them the Stanley Cup. It was his only Stanley Cup championship. Actually, what, are you talking to Aaron Ward? Mm-mm. Wait, he won the cup. In 2006 Stanley Cup Finals, he scored the power play goal in the second period of Game 7 against the Oilers, which would turn out to be the game and the Stanley Cup winning goal. I know this. I'm looking. I, I can picture the guy doing it, but I'm like, before the 06 season, he suffered a shoulder injury and was placed on injured reserve on September 13th. And he was removed from injured reserve on February 6th and scored the game winner the same night. I can literally, I can literally see this guy, and it's it's, it's <laughs> not Aaron, it's not Aaron Ward. Oh He's Czech. Oh, I, I know who it is, and I all oh, the name is escaping me. It's so bad. I know, I I can I know who you're talking about. Oh my gosh! I know Brad and Ray. Everyone's yelling at me right now. It's like Zach, you know it, <laughs> dummy. Um, um, after he was with, the, I'll keep going. <laughs> oh after God. he was with the Canes, after four seasons with the Canes, he was declared a free agent after he bought out his final year of the contract. Um, and he was done playing in North America and he returned to Czech Republic and rejoined his original club for the 09-10 season. He played two more seasons before concluding his professional career in 2011-2012. Oh my gosh. He won the Ice Hockey World Championships five times. Won the bronze at the Olympic Games in 2006. Oh my gosh. In the same year, he would become the third player to win both bronze medal and a Stanley Cup. 
Frashtag Cabral, or it's it's Cabral. I, I I can't pronounce his first name right. I think it's Frash. You can just call him Frank. <laughs> it's Cabral. I I like I I'm, I'm looking at him like I know it is. I'm like I'm I'm racking my brain. I'm like seeing going okay. Defenseman, he's check. He won that. He got the he got the power play goal in the second period. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's Cabrillet. I'm like, I'm like, wait, I'm like, why did I see Aaron Ward? And then I'm like, wait a minute, no, that's not right. So yeah. also, I found it fun. I picked a defenseman that won us the Stanley Cup, and I just thought it was great because we talk about right now the Canes blue line is honestly their power force. So it's 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 just it's fitting. funny. It's fitting. It's mm-hmm. very fitting. Oh, I'm so glad I got it right because I would never <laughs> heard the, I would never would heard the end of this from anyone. <laughs> It's like, how did you not get Cabriolet and you were there for the game? Hey, you know what? It's been a long night. I accidentally said <laughs> the wrong name at first, but then I thought about it and I got it right. So get off my back before anyone does anything. Also, we, it couldn't have been Aaron Ward because we've done him before. Oh, that's right. We did. The, the, <laughs> list, the list has grown, grown so long now, I, I forget what guys we have touched on. <laughs> Luckily, I was smart enough tonight and not set myself up to do it again. So, <laughs> so I got lucky this time. My guy did play for the Hurricanes for only 39 games, and this was in a season where he played for the Flames and also the Sharks in one season. So he played 78 games in 2010-2011. Like I said, with three teams, Calgary, Carolina, and San Jose. Only played an eight-year career. Uh, in Carolina, he got 10 assists, and that's it. No goals, only 10 assists. Um, he was drafted 191st overall by the Maple Leafs in the sixth round in the 2002 NHL entry draft. He is from Manitoba. Uh, he did play for the Swift Current Broncos. He's also a defenseman, shot right. Going and doing what you usually do. He's he was 5'10, 191 pounds. Um, cool. yeah, over his career, 45 goals, 134 assists. Most of 28 of those goals were with the Maple Leafs, where he played there for five seasons. Uh, and it was actually his best season was 2009 10 with the where he got. Yeah, 13 goals and 25 assists, but nine of those were in Toronto. But, yeah, so as a hurricane, though, 39 games, 10 assists, was a plus four and only got 12 penalty minutes in those 39 games. Any idea who I'm talking about? You're probably not going to get them. I know it, but it's because I looked. Who is that? (laughs) Ian White. Gosh. <laughs> at least you at least you admitted it. You cheated and looked up the guy that I said. Hey, sometimes I don't get it. I honestly just look at the year and then I kind of try to summarize figure it out. You just deduce it from there. It's like, hmm, I wonder who it is. Yeah. Well, I look at the year and then I look at the position. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's Ian White from the 2010-2011 team, even though I we only put there for like 39. Do games. not remember that man at all. I don't think anyone would, even for the fact, like I said, he, he played on three different teams in one season. That should really tell you something. Yeah, if someone couldn't guess your guy, it would be okay. Someone could guess my guy, very different. Yeah, and I and I and and I almost goofed that too, which would have even been worse for the fact I was at the game. I love that team, and I talk about that team a lot. So 
yeah, I really would have gotten a whole lot of shtick if I didn't get that correctly. So luckily I came in clutch at the last minute. I was like, wait, no, here's the actual guy. We're good to go. All right. So <laughs> as of recording, it's it's actually midnight. We know we gotta get out of here. So <laughs> what yeah. is sleep? It's fine. Nah, just to get some extra coffee. Put some um, extra espresso in your, in your, in at your least coffee. I, at least I got it out of my system so that I won't be ups, upset going to bed. Hey, maybe, maybe that maybe that rant tires you out a little bit. It's just instant sleeps. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Kat, where can people find you on the socials? Yeah, you can find me. I have not been very active on any of them. Um <laughs> But you can find me on Twitter at Kaniac Chick. Um, and then you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at KVT Hunter 74 for one, Mr. Jacob Slavin. Um, and then I also, I've been slacking on this as well. Um, I also help with the Five in a Game Network TikTok, which is at Five Game SN, um, spelled out the number five and spell out game, but you know that. Um, you can also find any of the five in a game uh, network things at Twitter at five in a game, all spelled out, and also on YouTube at the number five GSN. Yep. And then if you're looking for the podcast, uh, luckily the search cast is on all socials with the same name because we're just that unique and that awesome. On Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, it's just all search cast. Uh, we do have a link tree on our Twitter and our Instagram side. And that's where you can go like where to listen to our podcast, where to go watch us, go check out our amazing sponsors. Also check out five GSN and a whole bunch of other great stuff. We also just reached a thousand followers on Twitter. Yes. So thank you to all one. Actually, I think we're like 10, 14 now. So we even got more after the 1000. So thank you to everyone who's been with us since day one or even today. So thank you to everyone who gets to 1000 followers. And next week, we will announce our giveaway to see what you need to do in terms of how to enter. And then probably the week after that's when we're actually going to make the announcement of who actually won. So we are in the works of figuring out what exactly the giveaway is going to be, but we do have a giveaway that's going to happen starting next week. So make sure to be on the lookout on our Twitter and Instagram socials for that. So that we're really excited for that. Like I said, thank you to everyone for getting us a thousand followers on Twitter. It's amazing. We're actually only about 30 followers away from 100 on Instagram already. We've been on there for like maybe nine weeks or so. So, I mean, thank you to everyone over there on Instagram as well. And um, and also real quick, make sure to follow Bailey on Twitter at Bailey. She has the shout. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bailey. It's Bailey Lynn Curtis. It's Bailey with two Y's. Or so it's Bailey Curtis with two Y's. And then I think on Instagram, it's Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, so make sure to follow her over there too. And then she also writes for the Colorado Eagles on field pass hockey. So make sure to do FPH Eagles. If you want to follow more of her writing and stuff like that. So make sure to go check out all of her socials as well for me, uh, for my Twitter, it is uh, one sure Zach. That's only true Zach. It's not actually spelled out like the number. it's spelled out, but it's not the actual number of one. Uh, if you go to Instagram, it's Zach R. Martin 22. I do a whole lot of like other, I do like hockey, D and D whole bunch of fun reels and stuff like that. If you want to go, are you, are you excited for the new movie coming out? I am very excited for the new movie to come out. It's going to be from what I've heard. It's art. It's amazing. And I'm really excited for it. It's actually, I just saw scream six a couple weeks back. Very amazing. It's a great movie, but definitely excited for the D and D movie to come out. 
I mean, they even have Super Mario Brothers animated coming out next month too. And yeah, a lot of good movies, but definitely excited for the D and D movie. It looks absolutely amazing. Nerds so. everywhere are excited. Oh, definitely, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But yeah, so and then I also I do write for Field Pass Hockey as well. It's uh, I do it for the Charlotte Checkers. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's FPH Checkers. Um, if you actually want to go, I actually have a personal in my personal Twitter. I have a link to my author page on fieldpasshockey.com if you want to just go find all my articles there but if you want to look for minor league hockey in general uh fieldpasshockey.com they got everything over there but if you've survived this long into our episode thank you for everyone who joined us once again for another great episode here at the search cast until next week for season two episode 40 of the search cast i'm zach i'm kat and we'll see you here next time at the search